This is the Thrive Podcast with Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. And now, Pastor Fred Jeff Smith. That's good. Welcome to the to, to, to the Thrive Podcast with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. I'm Fred Jeff Smith, Pastor of Shiloh, and I am delighted today to have uh, as my guest Mr. Tony King. Yes. Is an actor who is a comedian, yes. who is a nationally syndicated radio host. Oh, done the show prep. I'm impressed. And he is. Uh, from a preaching family, he has two older brothers who mm-hmm. both pastor churches, and we've just been enjoying uh, reminiscing about what the church used to be like <laughs> as we try to move forward to where the church uh, can and should be. Hold on. So we yes. were talking about church, and we were trying to get to the place uh, that uh, I was hoping that you could help me and mm-hmm. those who are listening understand how to make the traditional church, because Shiloh is, is a traditional yeah. American church. Yeah. How do we make the traditional church uh, more attractive to and more relevant to young adults? Without compromising. Without compromising. Yeah, because that's the big thing. I think without compromising is the big thing. Because you can, anybody can be super extra social. You can let certain social, cultural, spiritual norms become relaxed and everybody will come. Everybody feel comfortable. Everybody will do whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, of course you, 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 you still want to maintain the, the spiritual integrity. <clears throat> um, and like you said, I want to say, I am really impressed that you named all my credits. Like, like I've, ne- I was, I've never had that happen. In the history of any interview. So, uh, thank you. Uh, No, I would say that, um, and like you said, you know, I come from a preaching family. I'm going to answer the question right now. No. Everybody always say, oh, are you next? Mm. (laughs) Mm. I'm not going to say never. I'm just saying. mm. I appreciate that. I respect that. I come from a preaching family, too. Well, see, here's the thing. I feel like, you know, I'm the secret agent, right? <laughs> so I got to be out in the in the, in the the world and come back and let everybody know, well, this is what they doing. Well, how you know? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, this is spy business. I'm doing spy. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord, but I'm a secret agent. No, I'm just you. playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> anyway, no. Um, I think what, what has to happen is that I think one thing that uh, people look at church sometimes as an obligation. Mm-hmm. Like, you got you got to get up and go to church. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got to get up and go. Or you feel bad if you don't go. So it's almost like there's a thought process that going to church is, is something you have to do out of obligation. I don't think... I don't think that's what God created worship for out of obligation. Like, who wants to do something simply because you have to? Sure. Like, there's no joy in that. Like, how sure. are you a cheerful giver if you have to give it? Like, oh, here we go. Yeah. He read Malachi again. <laughs> I know it's offering time. Golly, man. He's, you know, like, yeah. who who wants to do anything out of obligation, you right. know? Um, I think what has to happen is there has to be a rebranding of making it 
fun and not fun as in a caricature of itself Mm -hmm. fun as in i remember my mom telling me when she was younger that they would have dances at the church because it was the only place you could. It was the only place you could. Right. It was the only place you could do something. Right. When I was growing up, we had a church softball team. Mm-hmm. You know, like most of the reasons that we were in church every single day was not just for worship. Like it wasn't like I think we had Sunday all day. Pick, pick a time. Pick a time. <laughs> so Sunday I from, from woke to woke. Was, yes. Okay. All day. Um. Monday we had drill team, so that was that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday we had our midweek on Tuesday, so Tuesday was our midweek. Wednesday was junior usher board, that was kind of fun because you're around your friends, you know. Uh, Thursday was choir rehearsal. Uh, Friday we would have some level of social. Saturday, Saturday we halfway had off, halfway. You may have had a meeting, some auxiliary, mm-hmm. somebody was going to meet for something extra that right. may be going on. You know, past right. anniversary coming up, we got to meet for that. The Christmas tea coming up, we got to meet for that. Or, you know, the the school, back to school, whatever is coming up, we got to meet for that, you know. But, um, and then Sunday, of course, we started back over again. Right. So it was, in terms of the ratio of worship to social the worship to social ratio was was a little bit more balanced. Mm-hmm. I think what what has happened is that um, we don't. I, I think that improving the worship to social ratio needs to change. Because here's the thing: how can you expect somebody to be spiritual minded, and then they go out into the, they spend most of their time out into the world? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know. What ha- and and it can't be cheesy either, you know. Like like what ha- what happened to showing movies in the church? And not saying, you know. Here's the thing, and and I understand, you know. You know, of course, there's you, you have stuff that you can and cannot show, but just from my immediate knowledge, and I think I saw Black Panther like three times. I don't recall any cussing in it. Well, there was a. Finger pointed at least once, as I recall. The little sister when she was walking. Oh away. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, that that Nolan voice that. But I'm just saying, you know, what what would be the the reasoning for not, you know, having some social Super Bowl? Yeah. You know. Well, or, some churches do that. They uh-huh. they have what they call Super Sundays. Yeah. And and they get a big screen TV. I think Shiloh did it once under my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you don't know. That's oh, my oh, dad. oh! I, I kind of picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he pastored this church for 50, for fifty years. I, I think they did that once or twice. Uh, the Brotherhood Ministry did yep. it. Uh, I'll be honest with you. When I want to watch Super Bowl, I want to watch Super Bowl in my well, own house. Well, see, you come at from a different perspective, <laughs> yeah. though, because you want to relax. Yeah, you didn't been in church already yeah. all day. You know, yeah. that's like, hey, what you doing when you get off work? Oh man, I'm gonna go back to work. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you make a very Good point. Yeah, like, what you do yeah. with for fun? Oh. But let, let's talk about the social mm-hmm. to worship ratio, because because I think that's a fair point and mm-hmm. and, and an interesting place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of the distinctions, uh, and and I'm older than you. I, I can just tell that I'm 56, almost 57. Oh, I'm, um, I'm 59. <laughs> See, black don't crack. <laughs> In my youth, there was so much that black folk could not do. There mm-hmm. were so many places that blacks could not go. They could not participate. Uh, 
blue laws existed, mm-hmm. so there was no shopping yeah. that was being done on Sunday. Uh, there were still white-only facilities, mm-hmm. so you couldn't go to the amusement park, yeah. the, the little amusement park that we had here. Uh, and then, as, as as I said earlier, uh, it was drilled into us by our parents and grandparents and significant others that Sunday was the Lord's day, the and, Lord's and, day. and that's what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but during the week, most of your recreational activities had to be uh, somehow attached to the church because you you weren't able to uh, involve yourself in AAU. Yeah, uh, you weren't able to involve yourself in. Uh, uh, some of these other social activities that now exist. In fact, some of these social activities came into existence as a response to the fact that we had no place else to go. Uh, But now the church is in competition Mm -hmm. with these groups. We're in competition with the fraternities and the sororities. We're in competition with Jack and Jill. We're in competition with top ladies of distinction and and, and the the various other groups that exist out there. We're in competition Competition for their time. Mm-hmm. We're in competition for their energy. We're in competition for their dollars. Mm-hmm. I, I have made this point on this podcast a couple of times. <sighs> for black folk, by and large, mm-hmm. discretionary income is at a minimum. Yeah, we don't do this and that. Yeah. Oh no. We do this or, or yeah. that, and yeah. it's a huge difference yeah. between this and yeah. and this or. Yeah. So if a family chooses that we're going to send our child to AAU, mm-hmm. that's money that the church ain't going to get. Yeah. If the family decides that we're going to be a part of that, 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 that our daughter is going to make her debut, mm-hmm. well, that's dollars that's going to the sorority yeah. Yeah. that the church is not going to see. Yeah. And somebody's sitting out there saying, well, why does the church need dollars? And my response is Last quick. I there is no ministry yeah. without money. Well, it's just that simple. Here's the thing. The electricity on, right? Absolutely. Okay. And, and, I'm and sure- they don't take prayer. Oh, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that. That's one thing that I always get into it with people about. Because I take it personal because, you know, my brothers do that, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and I'm, and by that I mean they pastor churches. And that is, well, they should do it for free. Well, I've seen my oldest brother have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the hospital. Yes. On multiple occasions. You know, I've seen him, you know, counseling and you know, all of these other things. I see that he gets up. Even on Mondays, that's supposed to be his off day. He normally takes Mondays off. Monday, right. he gets up and he goes to the church and he's planning himself and strategic meeting with himself so that when he has his leadership meeting, he can be more prepared. I see the whole wall of books that he prepares and and, and, and all of that. So when you say that 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 is not deserving or if you say that him and his managerial style and skills that allowed him to be able to purchase the parking lot next door so that the members don't have to park down the street and have to walk up the road and be unsafe or if you see that they were able to cancel you know to pay off some debt early that the previous pastor had at, you know acquired in building the family life center they were able to pay it off through his managerial style and being able to do certain things well it's a business yes and people think that just standing in the pulpit every Sunday is 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 the full is the full Monty. Now nah, that's game day. Mm-hmm. You don't see the practice that goes into it. You don't Absolutely. see the time that's here. You don't see that. Oh, I'm here, but my son is playing a game. But I can't. I got to be late to the game and miss out on these memories because I'm here managing. 
people don't see that, right. you know. And so when you when 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 things like that are said, I I, I get upset. But to say to to answer your point, the competition. And I'm going to tell you, they spend a lot of money in youth sports, sure. youth activities. I have a friend, and she just showed me the paper for Cheer. They're getting ready to start a new season of Cheer. $7,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you said. And, and they got it coming out. They say, hey, you can ACH it. You know, we want your 340. <laughs> we want your 350 every month. And, oh, yeah, during this travel season, it's going to be 500 Right. You know, and I'm like, golly, that's a car note. For for cheer, absolutely. What happened to being old school? And she go outside and cheer with her little friends, <laughs> <laughs> shake it to the E. Yeah, there Y'all, you go. Had <laughs> a cheer on the porch. Yeah, you know. But what's funny is, you're right. Being honest, and and I'm glad that you said that. It is a competition. Mm-hmm. It is a competition, and people don't understand that the reason that I I don't want to say the church is losing. It's not losing. I don't want to say that, but the reason that the competition is so strong, I think, is because we can't keep using fear as the tactic. I agree. And I think that for the most part, and this is what I've told both of my brothers, don't compete with it. Mm -hmm. Embrace it. Mm -hmm. So if you have, uh, if you know... AAU is huge, and we're getting ready to come up on summertime. And, you know, what is it that AAU always needs? They always need money. Right. Okay. We want to honor you all. We want to honor this AAU team that's going on to play nationals, these young brothers and sisters that are going on to represent their community, that are going on to do something positive, when in the summertime we all know that they could be doing something extremely negative. You know, we want to honor these young people in our service this Sunday and not only that, we want to help them bring that trophy back. Mm-hmm. And when they bring it back, we're going to celebrate these young brothers and sisters sure. right here sure. in Shiloh. Yeah. Let us hold that trophy for a month. <laughs> and we're going to put it up and we're going to let everybody know that it was because of y'all's effort they were able to do it. Yeah. And we're going to hold a special love offering for these young brothers and sisters. Yeah. Who's going to say no? Yeah. And when those 12 kids come, they come with their parents mm-hmm. and their little brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and their aunties and uncles. And when those 12 young girls come, they come with their little sisters and brothers and, aunt- and uncles and aunties. So right then, you just got 50, 60 people that just came in. Right. And now when they come in, then it's the opportunity. And it's, it's a great uh, chance to reach some people, to hear this message, to be able to be greeted by our greeters ministry and be able to feel the love when they come in and say, you know what? I actually kind of like this. This was, this was pretty good. I yeah. like, I like the, 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 the music ministry. They really brought it. And you know what? I, I might come back next week. In other words, when you get them, you got to be on point. Oh yeah. You, you, you can't have oh, you an can't off have, day. You it can't, <laughs> can't, can't slack be, off. Can't be. Yeah. Can't be. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, that but I, I, I think, and that's one thing that I've told them is don't compete with it. Never compete. Embrace. Mm-hmm. Stand whenever you feel the need to compete with anything in life, embrace it. Right. Because by embracing it, now you can stand on their shoulders and actually become greater. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Same thing with 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 you know debutantes and and you know anything. See, the church traditionally has been a resource. Mm-hmm. 
Now just how we resource it has to be a little different. Yeah. You know, where the church used to be a library and people could come and, you know, and the hall of records and all of these things. Well, okay, well now we got Google, but now we can be something else. Right. You know, now we can be something a little bit different. Right. And just kind of evolve to fit the lifestyle of what's going on. Part of that social aspect, uh, which was a part of this church, Shiloh actually had what they called a Christian debutante Mm -hmm. tea. Uh, that went on for several years. I can't tell you how many years I was the escort of some young lady uh, <laughs> who was a part of the Christian debut right, right. program. But many of those things were done as fundraisers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had different groups in the church. First, there were the Zodiac mm-hmm. groups. And then somebody said, well, the Zodiac is of the devil. So yeah, they yeah, went yeah. from being Zodiac to being month clubs. Same difference. Right. Uh, but but then the month clubs, uh, each one sponsored a young lady. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, it was all done to raise money. At the point <clears throat> where this church moved away from fundraising Mm -hmm. and embraced more fully tithes and Mm -hmm. offerings, many of those fundraising activities went away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since we're not raising funds anymore, we're not going to have the harvest tea. We're not going to have the the Valentine's tea. We're not going to have the choir's anniversary. We're Mm -hmm. not going to have uh, the, the Christian debutante tea. And as a result, people started looking to other places in mm-hmm. order to have these social outlets. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying and I tend to agree with you. Mm-hmm. We, we had it in our grasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the name of, uh, progress, as far as stewardship is concerned, yeah. we let go of the social aspect of it. And now we're in the process of trying to get it back. Yeah. And, uh, it's not it's not so easy a thing to do. And, and especially when you have so many distractions. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, I remember because <laughs> we were reminiscing. OK. Right. And I remember if your head went down too long. You was going to get a tap. Like, oh, yeah, like I, got I hit mean, more than once by the ushers in the back. I remember <laughs> one time I snuck a G.I. Joe in the church. Bless your heart. Oh, <laughs> Well, see, it was a, it was a running joke that like I got more whoopings at church than I did anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time my pastor brought me up for a special offering because they said my mama had used all the switches off the tree right in front of church. <laughs> true story. True story. We're in a church. I can't lie about this. This true story. Yeah. Had used all the switches off the tree. So. Imagine I had that. I knew the women's bathroom very well. I understand. Like I snuck a G. What was I thinking? And so, G.I. Joe was more fun than church. It, 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 it really was. It really was. I mean, real American hero. But, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you know, I think that we have to get to a place where church can actually be fun. Like it, it doesn't have to seem like, oh man, I gotta. I got to get up and go to church. Like I say, embrace it. Like if, if, if brunch is the cool thing, well, what's with having brunch? Right. If, if like everything you want to do there, do it here. Just minus the sin. Mm -hmm. Like you can still have fun in church. Perfect example. Um, I DJ too. Like I'm a, I'm a total entertainer. Okay. And so I remember one time um, 
I was doing a banquet for a church in the church. And one thing that I like to do is I like to mix secular instrumentals with church songs. Mm -hmm. Those people were dancing, not, not, I don't want my pastor to see me dancing. I'm talking about they was really just getting into it and they bobbing their head, two-stepping and, and I had to pull it down because they were getting ready to eat and you never want people to be too, you know, hype when they're eating. Right. They were like, no, play it again. They wanted to, you know, keep going. When you do go to the social play, it has to be fun. Mm -hmm. Like real, like really fun. It can't be, you know, one of those lame things where it's like, uh, we try and act like we don't like to have fun. And that's one thing I think a lot of people do as well is we go to church and try to act like there's a certain element that we don't like. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know what that cash money is taking over for the nine nine and the two thousand. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like we try to act and not saying that you have to bring that or compromise, but just allow a person to really be able to express their personality. And I think that is really how you institute a, a greater level of spiritual living mm -hmm. because then it's not, okay, well, let me put my cigarette out in the car and spray my cologne on. Yeah. Now you, you're more of a, I, this is how I am outside as well. So I don't need to do that. Cause you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I think we, we still in this, in this era of, I have to act holy, mm -hmm. you know, rather than really being, like acting versus being. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're still acting. Because being would mean that we could do all of these things and be social. And like, this really could be like, like okay, Saturday. You know, we're going to have a chance for, you know, like we make everything sound so. And I get on my brothers about this. Like, you know what they say in the church, everything's a ministry? Right. Everything. Like, right. it's the music ministry, the right. greeters ministry, the, the, you know, if you got some single mothers, it's the baby mama ministry. <laughs> it's the, you know, it's, it's the everything ministry, the, the cooking ministry, you know, the, yes. everything's a ministry. Yes. Like, why does it have to be a ministry? Because that, that, that brings up a, 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 an idea of being rigid or I can't be me or, oh, that's just churchy. When it could just be, you know, we're cooking. I remember when the switch came. Mm -hmm. You didn't call everything a ministry. Back when I was a boy, you called them auxiliaries. Auxiliaries, yeah. Uh, auxiliaries and boards. Yeah. Now, I can tell you as a pastor's son, mm -hmm. uh, the whole board mentality uh, was something that you wanted to get away from as quickly as possible because mm -hmm. boards suggested control. Yeah. And uh, you, you did not want to cede uh, that control yeah. to, to somebody else. The, and, and the shift from auxiliary to ministry uh, was seen as a progressive thing. Uh, uh, we, we, we can make a ministry out of anything. Yeah. Anything that we can do, we can yeah. turn it yeah. into a ministry. But I, I'm hearing you say, if I'm hearing you correctly, that perhaps we have overused yes. the term and misused well, the term. Well, it's, it's almost like, okay, just because, you know, over a 20, 30-year period, 
it was relevant, but we've progressed from that point. You know, so it's it's like no different from being colored a Negro, from Negro to black and black to African-American. Right. It's the same level of progression. And I think that we can't get still caught up because it still brings if I hear ministry, it's churchy. Right. And if it's churchy, then I know that this is how it's going to be. And and I don't think anybody wants to, you know, truly be tightly wound. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not the. It's not the athletic ministry or, you know, it's just, you know, it can just be Shiloh having a basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, it's like, okay, they, they got a basketball tournament in Shiloh or mm-hmm. they got, you know, uh, a, a social or a tea at Shiloh. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I can go hang out. You mm-hmm. know, it's, we make this ministry thing. And, and I think what that does is it, it, it flips the switch to where people then start from acting to being. I mean, from being to acting. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, well, I know I got to put on my church face and I got to, you know, make sure I listen to my Travis Green before I go. And, you know, I got to <laughs> gotta make sure that, you know, I'm listening to my, to my, uh, <laughs> my Motown gospel. My, my, let me make sure I got my... My my Motown guy. Now nah, I need something a little bit older than this. Give me some, you know. So it's like, nah, yeah. you know, like, like you can be you. Respond to this for me, okay? Uh, uh, I think it's along the same lines of what of, of what you're talking about. Uh, one of the things that I hear, one of the things that I have said mm-hmm. uh, when when discussing young people and church, mm-hmm. is that uh, young people are opting for church choices where there is less accountability. Uh, that uh, uh, they want to be able to come to worship. Mm -hmm. uh, And (laughs) if if this is an outdated phrase, get their praise on. Uh Uh, But they don't want to have to come back to usher meeting on Monday and and deaconess meeting on Tuesday and Bible study on Wednesday and choir rehearsal on Thursday. Oh, wow. that, That they just want to be able to come to worship. And when worship is over, Get back to their lives. Is is that an accurate assessment? Or are inaccurate? you are you saying that that young people have like a uh, a a one night stand church mentality? I, I, I mean, I hate to say it like that. I mean, that's a little <laughs> no, but okay. Let, let, let's I mean, let's re- re- with that way because it's it's all the benefits right of of church. Okay, I can come praise. I love the choir. Right. I love the word. I can peace out. No real attachment. I can right. leave at any time. Right. And I'm good. Right. You know? One of the things that... That, that, that is that same situation. <laughs> one of the things that white churches do uh-huh. that, that tend to draw a segment of black people mm-hmm. is that they don't count members. Yeah. They, yeah. they they don't have a membership role. Yeah, you know, in, in our churches we have a role. Yeah, and and that and role. And you let the people know the role. Oh, it's a, it's a sign. We he, we hear it. But part of being on a role mm-hmm. is being accountable. Yeah. But if you're in a church where they don't take role, yeah, where they don't know, you can just come do you, you and leave. Come, do what you need to do. Yeah. When 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 it's over, you can leave. Uh-huh. Like you say, peace out, and and I'm on my way. Yeah. And I think that for some young people. Uh, what, what, whether the church be a Bethany or a healing uh-huh. place, uh, the white churches, or or whether it be uh, black churches that have adopted that kind 
of of administrative yeah. style. I think that there is an attractiveness that exists there where okay. I'm not going to get called on Tuesday to come to a meeting on Thursday evening. And you ain't got to stand either. Right. State your name and determination. There you go. You ain't got to, you know, you can be anonymous. Yes. Now, that's a really good point. Okay, this is a quick plug for my brother. He just wrote a book called Black Jesus, White Jesus, The Search for a Colorless Christ. I love the title. <clears throat> <laughs> available on Amazon. <laughs> it's a great book, Christopher L. King. Uh, but in the book, he talks about that. It's called uh, uh, Praising Up mm-hmm. or Worshiping Up. It is a chapter. I'm sorry, Worshiping Up. And uh, he, he talks about that, how, you know, through his search, he went, you know, there was a time period where he did go to a church like that and where he, he did, uh, it was the same situation, just what you were talking about. And, he didn't necessarily talk about the lack of accountability, but he did talk about how there was a feeling of progression when you went there. And again, two separate situations. You know, my oldest brother is more of a church where, like I said, they put the the, the church attendance and you know, what you brought in in tithes right. and, you know, here are the new members, right. you know, here, here, here's, you know, it's three people and got their picture and, you know, in the Polaroid type yeah, situation. And I, I'm wondering, is that, cause I've, I've been on both sides. Is that what I, I think I might've liked that? But then what would be the reasoning why I liked that? That, that kind of forces me to have to, have to, Explore that. Like, why, why, reasons. why would I not want church accountability? Privacy, number one. Uh, number two, uh, I have a life separate and distinct from the church, mm-hmm. where the church, whereas historically the church has been the hub from which everything else flowed, mm-hmm. the church and the segregated school. Yeah, uh, they they were the hubs. Of they they the were the same community. thing. Because yeah. I remember Cedar Grove <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church in, in Vicksburg had a little school right there, and that was a Cedar Grove uh, school. It was, a, it was a color school. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Go to the next episode to hear part two of this podcast.